Welcome to Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am Jim Roman. He is the big head, James Kelly. And yes, we got our collective heads handed to us last week. I mean, we got our asses kicked. It was a complete bloodbath, so much so that I'm actually considering fading myself on every single pick this week. That's how poorly I did last week. Head poorly enough that, Mm. like, if you're listening right now and you're saying, hey, Rome, you suck. I'm fading every one of your picks this week. Driver sucks. I would reply with, hey, yo, you're not wrong. I said the same thing about myself, and I might actually do it. Let me ask you before we start, Head, Mm -hmm. even before I ask you how you're doing, have you ever had, like, a week or a stretch or a time where you thought to yourself, man, I'm never going to win another game ever again? All the time. It usually happens a couple times during the season, but we get to keep playing and stay in the fight here. But it happens all the time. Where you can't, it's like, you know, shooting a basket and you can't hit it, blah, blah, blah. Or like when you see three baskets and you try to shoot for the one in the middle. How many times is LeBron going to get caught in a lie? A lot of times. Le Pinocchio right there. Le liar. Le liar. Le fib. Yeah, you. (laughs) All right, so off and running. So I I, I did not get a chance to ask, how you doing, man? How you living? How are things? I'm good, man. I'm good, you know? Kicking the stick after one uh, last week, but everything is on the table for this week. I think we're going to rally very, very well. You, you think. I know so. All right, yes. good. good. I, really go. don't, I really don't care how you are. That's just something you say to pretend like you do. Being anyway, Being let's polite. do this, Head. Let's have um, – well, let me ask you this. Is it another badass week when you look at the matchups? How do you feel going in before we get into this? Like always, some you love more than the others, some you can't stand, but, you know, usually the ones you love you lose, so we'll equal it out and make some money here. Wow, dude, that was deep from somebody like you. Usually the ones I love you love, you lose. Those are the like ones that have been be... getting me lately, Jim. Like the ones I've loved for the last four or five weeks. No, 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 have no dude, me. I don't mean about your bullshit picks. I mean, that's like oh. a successories poster. Usually oh, yeah. the ones you love, you lose. Yeah. If, nice, you, nice, if you love nice, something, nice. let it go. <laughs> anyway, let's go. That's not me. Let's yep. get the, it's not you at all. No. Let's get the shit turned around. Let's, let's get back. Let's get back to doing what we do best. Make them money and gift a pod that is entertaining and informative. Let's start with the Dolphins and the Browns. Okay. Miami, an absolute blast, and it's been a long time since I've seen a coach as fun, entertaining, and frankly, as effective as this dude, Mike McDaniel. I would say none of the same about his counterpart, Kevin Stefanski, who Actually, it's pretty damn boring. And even worse, I don't know what the hell that guy's thinking half the time. And Deshaun Watson or no Deshaun Watson, their record should be so much better than it is. What is the line? What are you doing with it? The Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point home favorites here. I'm lying the points and taking two a Lying the points? Already this shit's off the tracks. You're lying the points. Laying the points. Like a liar, you lied to the points. Well, if I have to, if I have to get an extra one. LeBron, get your shit together, man. Legit, yeah, never mind. Anyways, they haven't lost a game since uh, that Tua has actually completed this season, and they're moving the ball better than any offense in the league in the last three games. He's been been back from that concussion, Jim. They are averaging 6.9 yards per play. you sound like you should be in the protocol already. A little bit right there. (laughs) Sorry, I'll, I'll lay out. I'll, no, no, I'll lie out. I'll lie out so you can do your thing. Biggest problem here is Miami's defense. They have to play better than they did last week. They have the personnel to go against that elite Browns offensive line. They just have to tackle Nick Chubb better than they did Justin Fields a week ago. Chubb is averaging a mind-blowing 5.6 yards per carry with 10 touchdowns on the season. And overall, the Browns' O is actually playing pretty damn good. Fourth in yardage and seventh in scoring. Cleveland's weakness, as we know, is their defense, but credit to them. The last time out against the Bengals, they looked really, really good, but they haven't been consistent enough, and especially against the run for me to take them here. I think the narrative out there is, you know, them playing very, very good until they get Deshaun Cosby back. Playing very well. Very well. The the narrative out there is the way you fuck up the grammar every single week that you – anyway. I, I, my point is, yeah, they're waiting on Cosby to get back, but he can't play defense anyways, so we're going to go – Deshaun Cosby. Cosby. Oh, Watson, my bad. You Excuse just me. Cosby'd him. I just Cosby'd him. Yep. Watson? Sorry. Watson? Wow. Yep. Anyways, against the spread in the last five seasons, Jim, Don't no one has been bad worse. analysis with worse inappropriate jokes. Well, I mean, it was a pretty funny joke, I thought. So Yeah, you did. <laughs> wow. 
continue. Anyways, against the spread, in the last five seasons, no one has been worse in conference than the Browns v. the spread, hitting at uh, 38.3 against the spread. Dolphins minus 3.5 at home. All right, so some of this might be redundant, but mm-hmm. check out some of this intel. The Dolphins trio head of Tua, Tyreek, and Waddle have not lost a game this year that all three have started and mm-hmm. finished. Mm-hmm. All right, so Tyreek did not just go there for the money. This dude has changed that offense completely, and he has helped save to his career and opposing defenses. I stand by this. They cannot cover both Hill and Waddle as long as they're both out there at the same time. I keep saying it. And by the way, just because they don't run it doesn't mean they can't run it. Right. They can. You know mm-hmm. they're going to chuck it around the yard. If you lean too heavily on right. that, they can run it, and they will. And we know that Cleveland can't stop the run. So what do you do to deal with that? Exactly what you said. You keep the damn ball out of Tua's hands. These you hands. give it to Nick Chubb 30 times a game and let it let him run it down their throat. It seems pretty basic to me, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then, I don't know if David Njoku, what his status run is, his but if he down. plays, yeah, run his ass down. If Njoku's out there, it's going to open things up for Amari Cooper. It seems all pretty basic to me, except Cleveland constantly jacks up the basics. I know that I said that I might fade myself all week long with my picks. Not this time. Miami, I will lay the points, and I will feel pretty good about it. All right. so good about Cleveland. We got a pretty good matchup. The factories, man, there's lots of good things about Cleveland. Factories. They can't stop the run. It's on factories. They can't stop anybody. All right. That's it. That's Seahawks. It. Seahawks like and it. points at Tampa. Good matchup, Head. The Seahawks might be the best story in the NFL this year. The triumphant return of Geno Smith might be the best story in all of sports. And even though mm. Bacon 45 led the Bucks back against an extremely underachieving Rams team, mm. I am not sure that's the kind of game, Head, that's going to jumpstart the rest of their season. In fact, I don't even know it's going to jumpstart the rest of their week against Seattle. What are you doing here? How many points are involved? Yeah, the game is being played in Germany, actually. Guten Tag, Jim. Guten Tag right there. You know, I took German in high school. Do you know that? I did not know that, dude. Yeah. I know you didn't take English in high school. I know. That's why the German didn't last more than a semester because they're like, this guy can't even talk English, so we better stop this real quick. Speak English. Back. Speak. There anyway, we go. Right go there ahead. again. There you go. Anyways, Kansas I'm, Jake Hawks. <laughs> I'm taking the three points in Seattle here. The Seahawks are playing good football on both sides of the ball on offense. Only the Eagles have beaten opponents by more than Seattle in their last three games. They are winning by an average of 12.7 points per game. They are also the highest-scoring team in the NFL over those three games and scoring 31.7 points per game. They are also balling on defense. Take the same three-game frame there. This defense is giving up an NFL least 272 yards per game. They also get after the passer, and the Bucks can't run the ball with Fat Lenny. If you want historic ass, Jim, it's the Tampa Bay run game. Why would I want averaging? historic ass? Nobody wants, nobody wants historic ass, daily ass, monthly ass. Nobody wants ass. The Germans are going to get it because they're going to watch that running game here. Three yards per attempt on the ground. I couldn't find a worse number for an offense in the last 20 years, Jim. That's historic ass. That's Fat, fat Lenny Fair. and the team. Also, Bacon and his offense, four touchdowns in their last 44 drives. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks, who have won four straight via the spread. Let's take the three points here. You sound like you're actually confident, too. Listen, Bacon and the Bucks playing like ass for more than 59 minutes, only to have Bacon 45 pulling mm-hmm. out his ass and wreck the Rams. Yeah, awesome. I mean, that was okay. But forgive me for not slobbering all over this dude. He did not just march them down the field with no timeouts left in the Super Bowl. And the Thank Rams, you. by the way, look nothing like the defending Super Bowl champs. So color me totally unimpressed. Hell, I trust Geno Smith more than I trust TB45 right now. Yeah, I said it. And you know why that is? Because he's better than Bacon45 right now. He's completely rejuvenated. Apparently, he is not opposed to using a wristband. A gum assassin. He's got two excellent wideouts in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. He's got a tight end in Noah Fant, who was his top target last week. And frankly, wait for it, there is an F-bomb coming. There Mm -hmm. is an F-bomb coming in three, 
two, one. They've got a fucking stud in Kenneth Walker smashing Nailed fools smash, while smash, toting the rock. So the Bucks cannot run it. To your point, they cannot stop the run either. This is not a bet against the old nerd. It's a bet for one of the greatest comeback stories ever. The Bucks did not show me anything after doing nothing all game against a do-nothing team in the Rams. Hawks, and I will gladly take the three against Beautiful. Tampa Bay. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Yeah. Go Hawks. All right, so. NBA fans, the NBA action is incredible at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers can still make any $5 NBA pregame Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out right now. Everybody can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Just go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, Place a same-game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is exactly where you should go to bet on the NBA. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, use the promo code BIGBETS, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code BIGBETS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. Head, if there's a team uh-huh. that has to make a stand this week, it's Green Bay, mm. who was absolute horseshit. Horseshit. Against the horseshit lines last mm-hmm. week. Now, I know that's harsh, but I'm not wrong that's on either it. point. Dallas hits the road. It's Aaron going up against the coach that he had no need for in Green Bay. Big, fat Mike. What's the number, Head? How you playing it? How wild is the NFL? Nine weeks ago, no shot in hell you would think the barn hand Mike McCarthy would be four-and-a-half-point favorites in his return to Green Bay against the healthy Aaron Rodgers. But here we are, and I'm taking Dallas and laying the four-and-a-half points. Is that what the number? By the way, sorry to interrupt. Usually I'm not sorry to interrupt, but I am sorry to interrupt. Is that the number now, four-and-a-half? Four-and-a-half. That's moved, huh? Yep, it moved down a little bit, so we'll take those four-and-a-half points. Hell, yeah. That's I'm right. finally going against Green Bay. Um, don't bury me finally. here, Lumpy. we got to win this game. Aaron will be better than he was against the Lions. We know that. He's never thrown two red zone interceptions before. But his problem Sunday is, of course, that Dallas pass rush. It's a different beast, as we know. They have an NFL best 30% pressure rate and an NFL leading 32 sacks. And they're coming off a bye week to get Micah Parsons and the boys even more rest. Running the ball seems like the best for both teams here. Green Bay just doesn't do it a lot, and manicured Matt LaFleur's offense is an absolute disaster. They are uh, scoring 17. Matt LaFleur. Yeah, a little bit too much time in the chair, not enough in the office watching film, I think, Jim, right right there. All right. Yeah. They're averaging 17.1 points per game, 27 best in the NFL. They look good, dude. They're not good, yes. I mean, he looks good. Eh, Not really. Maybe, yeah. Not good. I'm just saying, he looks like he's taking care of himself. Okay. All right. Anyways, Dallas. Maybe not the team, but, man, he looks good. (laughs) (laughs) The key for Dallas, yes, uh, they run the ball well, and that's what you want to do against a bad run defense in Green Bay. But with Dak back now, they also have another level they can get to all around. A year ago, they were the highest-scoring team in the NFL last game against Chicago. Their offense scored 42 of their 49 points. The question is, can they do it consistently against the spread? Dallas is 6-1 in their last seven road games. Green Bay, as the audience knows, ass lately, 1-5 in their last six. I'm sure we took them every single time. We're going to go against them this time. Let's hope they don't jam us. Cowboys, minus 4.5 at Green Bay. Well, that's really interesting. You know, you started that off by saying, I know that Aaron will not play as poorly as he did last week with a couple of red zone picks. Here's my thing. I don't know that that's true. I know. I know. I don't know that he could top that. Listen, I normally never have an issue with this because I don't get overly connected to the folks that I have to cover and I have Mm -hmm. to talk about because I want to be unbiased and I want to be objective. Mm -hmm. That said, some of these guys I do know and some of these guys I do have real relationships with dating back years. Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. That's why it's hard for me to say what I'm about to say, but they pay me to say it. Aaron is not what he once was. 
And if he was that bad against that bad of a Lions defense, the hell is he going to do against those quarterback killers mm. in Dallas and a defense that overall presents a hell of a lot more challenges, especially to an aging superstar? Like, what the hell is that Packer O-line going to do against mm. the likes of Lawrence Taylor Jr., mm. Micah Parsons, and Dante Fowler, who's got an even higher pressure rate Balling. than Micah does, right? Mm -hmm. Aaron is going to have to deal with four guys who have four sacks or more and the PTSD football version <laughs> that he suffers from as a result of playing for Big Fat Mike. Call timeout. Every time he looks over at that sideline is going to affect him, I'm sorry to say. Listen. Nostalgia and history would suggest that Aaron bounces back with a vengeance after a horrible game. He always does, right? Except nostalgia also tells us that the old gunslinger, Brett Favre, was one of the best guys ever, and he turned out to be a horrible guy, slinging unwanted dong picks and ripping millions of dollars earmarked for people who needed it so he could improve his daughter's volleyball facility. Hell, for all I know, head, for all I know, mm -hmm. he used that money to get a better camera for his phone to refine his dong pics. For all I know. Horrible image. Yeah, right. The worst. So anyway, I'm with yeah. you, man. We have been burned so many times riding with the Packers. I'm with you. Burning. I'm going to take Dallas and lay the four and a half. Nice. nice. Glory hope. What do we do here? All right, so I've been putting this one off. This is scary. This is not about the glory hole. Uh, it, it is a reminder. I've been here when it was glory hole days, and I've been here when it wasn't. Well, what the hell does so that even mean? That, that is an amazing, uh, amazing statement. Right? You like that, don't you? Oh, my gosh. It's I think what he's referring to, I think here's the problem. Guy. Here's yeah. the problem. I think what he's referring to is that gigantic hole in the ceiling. Oh. I don't okay. think it's the glory hole that you think it is. Glory hole you days. better hope it's that stadium. It's not. It's the other. <laughs> All right, so the game of the week, I hate to say, and mm -hmm. it's fascinating. What do you mean? You know what I mean, old man. Raiders minus whatever the number has moved to right now versus the debacle that is the Colts. I mean, you want to talk about a shit show and oh, a man. circus. The only thing missing from that circus was the bearded lady herself and lobster boy. Your favorite guy, Jim Ursay, going Jim Ursay oh, and putting on an all-time performance. How much did you enjoy that? I'll let you even answer. Um, I knew he was about that his whole life, and he showed exactly what I thought he would. I knew Luck and Peyton covered him for 20-some years. He's not smart. You've been saying that. Mm -hmm. You've been saying that for not quite good. some time, and so I wanted to make sure you just had a platform to say it Thank again. You. Anyway, he, him trying to explain why he whacked Frank Reich and replaced him That's with wack. Jeff Saturday was really something. And then him trying to answer the question as to when he made that phone call to Jeff Saturday awesome. was something totally different and even better. And then, like, you want to, and I know you, Head, I, you want to get I, after um, the pancake guy answer. and the screamer from <laughs> Bristol, but then Saturday shows Talking. up the way he always has, right? He meets mm -hmm. with the press, says the right thing with the right energy, and then Raiders have guys going down. I don't know, man. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say to you is, what if Josh McDaniels Ooh. and the Raiders lose to this former high school coach? Could they? Will they? And how are you playing it? Hell no. Unprecedented. I don't care how Pancake Guy showed up and yelling blah, blah, blah from Bristol because that's what he's going to do. I'm going Raiders. Minus four and a half now. It's moved since uh, this morning already because half. of the injuries. Yeah. Minus four and a half. That's it against Pancake Guy. Uh, but the reason why, Jim, I don't think this guy fixes that offense in five freaking days. They're averaging an NFL worst 14.7 points per game and 9.7 over their last three. They rank 30th in the league in rushing per game and rushing touchdowns, and they can't pass either. Football Outsider has them as their worst team in the AFC at throwing the football. But here's the scary part. They also have Vegas as their worst pass defense. The Raiders allow 70% of their opposing team's passes to be complete. That's the worst in the NFL. So it's kind of a matchup of shit v. shit, kind of, if you feel me. Who wins? Bad. Who wins right. between shit v. shit? Diarrhea? Uh, <laughs> you like that? You like that? I did like that. I'm quicker than you, dude. I also got more bad news for the Raiders here. The red zone D is that too, diarrhea. They've given up 15 touchdowns in 15 goal-to-goal -to -goal situations. That's got to be historic as well. Derek Carr needs to Way show, to get off show the up field. here. I know, right? 
But anyways, Derek Carr needs to step up here because Don't that Colts defense. Me. Don't anyways me when I'm inserting jokes that make it better, dude. It was funny. I, I laughed for a second, too. Anyways, yeah, they bad. won't be able to run the football is my point because right. the Colts defense only gives up an AFC least 3.8 yards of carry, mm. and now they don't have Renfro or Waller. It's Devontae time. The question will be if the Raiders can play for a, a, an entire 60 minutes here. Here's an amazing number from the AP. Check this. From 1984 to 2021, the Raiders went 106-3. and one hundred and six and three in games where they led by at least seventeen points. McDaniel's is now one in three when leading by that margin. So not good for the Raiders, but I'm still gonna go with them. Let's you know, drop the not minus good. four and a half here at home against the pancake yeller. Wow. Insane. <laughs> Those that that's an insane number. Listen, I said last week that Josh McDaniels was under fire big time and I said that he had to have it against Jacksonville. Then they fire out, and they get a 17-point lead. And I'm like, good, good. My guy is going to get a little bit of a break. They'll take care of their business. They'll get that win. And sure enough, they come from ahead, and they choke. And then we're right back where we are. My man, uh, Josh, you're still my guy. You really are. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that you're a jungle clone from back in the day. But, man, you have got to have this one. Have to have this one. Mm -hmm. And, by the way, winning is not enough. You need to win and you need to cover. You need to do it. And if not for you, for you, you have to do it for me. Because I'm the one out here fighting the good fight for you. Having your back week after week. And while I know that winners never quit and quitters never win, if you lose to this high school pancake-throwing coach with a second-year quarterback and a 30-year-old calling plays who has never done it before, my guy, I love you, but you best quit the second that game is over because I'm sure you will not make it off the field before that (laughs) ginger bowl-rocking, P.F. Chang's-mashing, flip-phone-carrying uh, minivan driving. Lloyd Christmas. Lloyd yep. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Wax you before you. Thank you for helping me out there. Uh-huh. We like we finish each other's sentences. That's sweet. <laughs> what, what, what's next? Uh, never mind. Tandem bikes. Yeah, I was no, gonna say Marty. Close. I got yep. it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I'm saying is, dude, Josh, brother, I got you. Brother. But winning is this, is not enough. You win, you cover, you get people off your back, you get me paid. Maybe it's our relationship that is coloring this, but I am still riding with you. Get yourself a dub, get me paid. There you go. You All right. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. That is some impressive smoke laugh, man. That is something else. <laughs> smoke laugh. Do you ever wish that before every pro football game you could get up-to-the-date and accurate information before placing bets or locking in your fantasy lineup? Well, now you can with the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for football, basketball, and baseball. So whether you're a part of a fantasy tournament, placing bets, or you're just a huge sports fan and stats nerd, Elias Game Plan has everything you need. Elias Game Plan is a sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues since 1913. I love it. I use it, and I trust them because I know that name and I know that brand. So take this pro football season to the next level and download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe, weekly, monthly, or annual, and I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. Just use my promo code BIGBETS25. BIGBETS25. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today, and be sure to use my promo code BIGBETS25. Titans v. Denver. All right, so this. Follow me here. Pretty interesting. Titans v. Denver. Pretty interesting. And by Mm -hmm. pretty interesting, I mean not interesting at all. Unless it gets me paid. So break it down, head. Captain Cringe is back after a week off. You know he spent that bye week looking at himself in the mirror and practicing crap like, Broncos country, country. let's ride. (laughs) Captain Corn needs to step the hell up. Do you think that he will, or are you going to lean the other way? 
I'm actually going to go with the cringe and coach moron here and taking wow. the two and a half points yeah, in Denver right here, man. Wow. Going to take the chance here. I love Mike Vrabel. He's a, uh, he's a man without a doubt. But that offense is averaging an NFL worst, Jim, 278.5 yards a game. I think Ryan Yeah, Tannehill but like 250 of it is going to Derrick Henry. That's the, that's the problem right there, right? And I think Ryan Tannehill Why will Why is that play. a problem? Everybody knows he's going to run it. Nobody can stop him. Wow, 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 That's a problem wow, wow. when you're taking the Broncos and plus two and a half points. He's... He is so damn good. Everybody's teeing off on him. They can't stop him. He's ran for 100 yards in six straight games. He has nine touchdowns. That's more than everyone else on the team combined. And as great as the Broncos' defense has been, only the Chargers and Texans in the AFC give up more yards per attempt than Denver's 4.9 yards per clip. That's concerning, but you know, I know personnel here, Jim, and I think the Broncos you can do? play. I do, you man. You know personnel. I know personnel, and the Broncos got it. They have big Mike Purcell Dude, who, and Who DJ the hell are you, Jones. Mike Lombardi? What do you mean you know personnel? I know personnel, man. I know meat, and the what, Broncos got What are you, Les Snead? Uh, what do you mean you know yeah, personnel? Yeah, you can't come in and just throw shit around like, oh, I know personnel. I know personnel. They got beef, they got meat, and they could take those blocks on. I believe in the Broncos' run defense on this Sunday is where I'm going to go. As for Ritt's offense, though, um, they have created 11 touchdowns in eight games. That's not good, but they did have three in their last game against Jacksonville, so I like that part. Also, Denver sucks in making adjustments with Coach Ritt, obviously. He's a moron. They are the lowest-scoring third-quarter team in football, but the Titans have been outscored 66 points in the second half of games this year, which is crazy for Vrabel's team. So I like the Bron uh, Broncos here. Against the spread, no one has been better than the Titans in football right now. They have won six straight games against the spread. But I'm going with the most penalized team in football, and only 22% of the betters are going this way, and the Broncos cringe the moron, plus two and a half in Tennessee. I didn't hear a word you said after, I know personnel. Like, I, I do, just man. tuned out. That, what a line that was. Listen, I mean, it's I say accurate. it every single week. I say it's strong. Yeah. I know personnel. That, that's incredible. Mm. Uh, so, anyway, I, like I say every single week, I, I freaking love Mike Vrabel. I love him as a coach, and th this is key. Mm -hmm. It's not because, and I don't know if he'll appreciate this, it's not because he DM'd me during the smack-off this past year. The awesome. smack-off. But, yes, my love and respect for him only went up after he did that. But he's got a team that just wins, and they're tough as hell, just like he is. And it did take a minute or two for Derrick Henry to go all John Wick on people's asses, letting them know, I'm thinking I'm yeah, back. I'm thinking I'm back. Hey, actually, head sidebar. Uh -huh. Wick or Born? Born. Born or John McClain? Jesus Christ. Jason Born. McClain or Maverick? Maverick. Maverick or Born? Born. So Born no matter what? Born no matter what. I, I can't disagree with that. And I, and I love Wick, but I agree. Born. Born I no matter movie, what. Like I know personnel. Never yeah, mind. yeah. okay. So you don't. Henry is a monster <laughs> again. Denver is terrible, although not horrific defensively. Mm -hmm. The Broncos get after the quarterback. And... You know, Commander Cringe will play a little bit better. I know that Malik Willis has been terrible, although I bet the doc has a take on which one of those quarterbacks plays. And by the way, I, I just don't care. I really don't care. I'm not going to bet on Commander Corn, and <laughs> I still feel really well or good about the Titans. Even, even you have me doing it now. You're dragging me down to your level, mm. into the grammar gutter. I love it. I'm going Titans. <laughs> I'm going to go the other way. Titans. Jesus Jason Bourne. Detroit at Chicago. Now, there's a game, Head, that should have been one of the worst games of the year, and it suddenly got a little more interesting because Detroit's coming off that shocking win over Green Bay, mm -hmm. and Justin Fields, dude, just mm -hmm. looks like a flat-out stud despite having no help whatsoever. What is the latest number? And I've got to know, how are you going to play that game? The number is Chicago favored by three at home. I'm going to take the points here and go with uh, the maniac Dan Campbell and the Detroit I'm Lions I'm not. That's here. another game that we're not on the same page on. There you go. In case I, I, people I, want to bet according to either you or me or stay out balls. of it.
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to jump in there. I'm not playing it like that. Go ahead. Okay. But I agree with your Fields guy. He's shown he's the best quarterback in the 2021 draft by far. Last week, he became the first player in the NFL history to throw for three touchdowns, rush for one, and rush for 150 yards. He is the fourth leading rusher in all of football the last month of the season and rushing for 408 yards total. Only the Seahawks have scored more points than the 31.3 points the Bears have the past three games. But let's be honest, it's really because of Justin Fields alone. The Lions just have to do a better job than they did uh, the Dolphins did in tackling this guy because his legs just kill freaking everybody. But the Lions have the fifth fewest missed tackles in football, Jim. And Fields is young, and he has his faults, though. 22.4% of his throws are poor per attempt. Uh, I'm sorry, 22.4% of no, his throws not. are all poor. You're not poor. sorry for anything yes. you've ever said or done, dude. That's a lie. <laughs> That's the worst in the NFL, by the way. He's also been sacked an NFL high 33 times and has fumbled an NFL high 11 times a season. Maybe Detroit can give him a little uh, the same stuff that they gave Aaron a few times and turn him over. I like Detroit's offense to move the ball. Their line has a massive, massive advantage in the trenches in the run and in the pass game here, and they have the higher-scoring offense of the two. Let's hope Goff doesn't go Goff here. Against the spread also, the Lions are 6-0 in their last six NFC North games, and the Lions, or I'm sorry, the Bears are 1-6 in their last seven NFC North games. Lions plus three on the road. All right, so respectfully, with everything you just said, all the criticism you had of Justin Fields, Mm -hmm. I would counter that by saying this. The Lions are still ass. Mm, fair. That's my take. Mm. I mean, credit to Detroit for generally playing ass caliber defense and showing Serial up ass. and locking Serial. up Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, I, and I know Aaron's going to be the one rocking the yellow blazer. Shutting him down is great, and that's fine, and that's well. But Aaron is not what he once was. He does not nearly have what he used to have around him. And Justin Fields, who doesn't have Jack, at all in the way of help, mm-hmm. doesn't need it at all. He's a stud. Jalen Hurts burned the Lions. Burning. Fields will do the same thing. He is a monster with his feet. He's figuring it out with his head and his arm, and this dude is are. just dangerous, really, really dangerous. My point is, just because Detroit stopped Aaron Rodgers does not mean they're going to stop Justin Fields because they won't. You had your fun, Detroit. No, it's back to being who and what you are Bottom feeders. I'm sorry. I love the D. I love the town. Just not the team and the way they play. Chicago is supposed to be tanking. Nobody told that to the quarterback. This dude is an absolute menace in terms of escapability, making plays, and making you pay. I will go against you on that one, Head. I am taking the Bears. Two in a row there. There you go. Chargers v. Frisco. All Cali. I love the matchup. The Chargers make their fans sweat it every single week. I know. I play them almost every single week. (laughs) The Niners had a much-needed week off. They should be healthier. They should be fresher. It's interesting. There's a big number on this game. What is the number? Who are you playing? Yeah, there's a big number here at seven, and I love my Shanahan's, but normally I do not like them or Jimmy G as a touchdown favorite. The number is San Francisco minus seven. Look, I'm taking them. I'm going to lay the points here, but it's not – I don't know. Dude, I, I you just, deked me. You deked me. I thought yeah. you were going to go against the fam. I'm not going to this time. The Chargers have played better on the road lobster this season. Lobster or rat or both? Lobster. He's All a rat. Time. Yes. Look lobster. at him. The old man's a rat. Look at him. <laughs> but he is red, though. He's a lobster. He is red. Maybe he'll be there, too, anyway. To answer the question, lobster or rat, the answer is yes. Yes to both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good yeah. call. Go ahead. I missed that one. Anyways. We should have covered that a long time ago. I'm glad we got that out of the way. (laughs) The worry is the Chargers on the road. They play better there. I just don't like to match up here with them being so freaking banged up. L.A. has given up 25.8 points per game. That's the 30th worst in the NFL. Their 5.7 yards per rush uh, is the worst in the NFL as well. They are coming off a game, too, where the Falcons ran. We just go to Jim Lampley drop. Remember when when Alvin created that – and I, and I love lamps back in the day. He used, to, he used to host the show. Yeah, exactly. Remember when he went chitty, chitty, bang, bang? Yeah, that's great. It's funny. Let's play it. I like that. Get it, Bang, 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 Alvin's incredible. We do not give him enough credit on this podcast. 
It's a great soundbite too. I'm glad so you cut good, me off that so one. fun. That was good. great. That brought yeah. back good memories. Thank you. Can we get the Reese's cup? No, 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 no. no. I'll, I will be the one to ask and direct Alvin. You just do whatever it is you do around here. Okay, cool. I'm talking about the Chargers' run defense, how bad it is. The Falcons ran for 200 yards on them, Jim. That's the third time in the past four games they've allowed over 200 yards, and now they have the Lobster Jr., the Rat Jr., McCaffrey, and Debo coming at them. The Chargers got um, that uh, double gas effect kind of too. Alvin, soundbite, please. Good job, Alvin. He's not responding oh, to you, Head. Damn it. Okay. Anyways, both ends is what I'm saying here, Jim. Both ends. Reese's penis, peanut butter cups. Not that one. Give me some windy here. Eh. Damn it. Okay. Anyways, they can't stop the run. Job, they can't Alvin. run the football. <laughs> Meaning Nick Bosa and the boys will get after it. I asked uh, for it, I'd get it. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. I apologize. I apologize. They don't apologize. They're bad against the run, and they can't stop up. the run. That's good. So, anyways, Herbert's line has been really good, and he's been. Oh, uh, I get it. We, I see you just did there. Yeah. They're see? bad against the run, and they can't stop the run. Therefore, you wanted the soundbite of her burping and farting. That's why you did Both that. Both ends. Yes. Oh, now I get it. Ah, I, I said it wrong. It's, Damn it. it. It's ridiculous and sophomoric, and, and beneath everybody in the on the planet except you. But it makes my point, right? I mean. It makes my point. Not very well. No, it doesn't. Okay. Anyways, Herbert, love him. Love his line. He's getting rid of the ball really, really good. But Nick Bosa is going to be on well, his ass. Well, Let's not just, good. Well. Well. He's playing well. He's playing very well, I would say, not considering good. his ribs are busted up and his team can't catch the ball. So he's playing very, very well. Um, let's just hope his uh, team continues to get off to a slow start, Jim. In their last four games, they've tra uh, trailed by double digits after 15 minutes in each of them. They've been outscored 51 Cards to 3. Cards can't believe that. 51 to 3 during that time in the first quarter. That's pretty amazing right there. Against wow. the spread, the Chargers are 4 and 0 in their last four uh, road games, but. Uh, the 49ers are 6-1 and one in the last home games themselves. The scary number here, like I said about Kyle, 11-17 and 17 against the spread is a favorite of 3.5 points or more. Wow. A little scary right there, but wow. I'm still going San Fran minus 7. Yeah. I was going to say, that's not 3.5, that's 7. I know. That's I know. 7. They don't that, cover, but. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. and, listen, Backdoor I, written all over this crap. It, it really does. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, you made your pick. I'm about to make my pick, mm -hmm. and I think we're going to contradict each other. I think you nailed it. I, I think we could have saved the entire analysis and just gone with that one line, backdoor written all over it. There you go. Having said that, man, I, I, I want to change my pick. The thing is, though, I almost always play the Chargers, and it almost frequently comes back to bite me in the ass. Mm -hmm. Not this week. I don't like that number at all, but I do like the Niners off the bye. <laughs> getting healthy, mm -hmm. having Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey together for the first time. And the reason I like that, besides having the two of them on the field at the same time, mm -hmm. Lobster Jr. is going to get all mad scientists with it. That's and it. then he's going to get with his old man, the lobster slash rat, and do that elite <laughs> stuff that those two dudes do. Fact of the matter is, I know that you don't necessarily trust Jimmy G in a big number game like that. I know Niner fans don't. Mm -hmm. Hell, Niner Brass doesn't trust Jimmy G. Why do you think he gave that amazing farewell to the fans <laughs> and media at the end of last year, right? That tearful goodbye. Awesome. I don't trust him either. But the Chargers, as much as I like them, they are hard to trust. I never know if and when Keenan Allen's ever going to be out there. Mm. They've been living really dangerously of late. I think this is the week, even with that number, that it catches up to them and bites them. However, you did put that in my head. It does have back door written all over it, but we can't hedge. I will go with you on that. Frisco minus the seven. Beautiful. All right, head. I thought that I would fade myself the entire week. I did not do that. <laughs> you and I do disagree on a couple of games, though, this week. It can't be nearly as gory as it was last week. Run it down for me. Who do you have? We do not need a Trevor Price montage coming here, Jim. Let's go with the Dolphins minus three and a half. The Cleveland, Seattle plus three. At least the Texans. This is perfect. Deshaun, ooh, excuse me. You got to do that again. Or at least never do that ever again. I love I loved. I miss Trev. Trev's He's one of my man. favorite person. Oh, man, I love Why? that Why? Okay, so like you, you hate guys that you should love. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying Trev fits this, but you love guys you should hate. What do you love about Trevor? 
just because he's himself and he, he he has these wild theories that he goes with, and I Double. just dig it. I think yeah. it's funny as hell. Usually they don't work, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, this guy is real as hell. Can I, I tell it. you too? And he's real as hell. He's mm-hmm. funny as hell. He's smart as hell. He's like had a lot of success in different businesses. And by the way, my man could play. Yo, one, he one of the most play. underrated football players of his time. He was so damn good. A lot of people don't realize how good he really we love was. Love Trev. Yeah, I do too. Go ahead. Okay, so and I, and I said we. That includes you. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Anyways, my picks right here. Dolphins minus three and a half versus Cleveland. It. Seattle plus three v. Tampa Bay in Germany. Raiders minus four and a half v. Pancake Guy in the Colts in Vegas. San Francisco minus seven and a half against the Chargers. Broncos cringe moron plus two and a half at Tennessee. Cowboys minus four and a half at Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. And the Lions plus three at Chicago. I'm telling you, Head, it's a fascinating week. Some great mm. matchups. We gave them great intel once again. Dude, great job. Have an amazing weekend. I am looking forward to communicating with you on Sunday the way we always do and talking shit during the games. And hopefully when we come back next week, we will talk shit about how well we did. Have a great weekend, Head. Hell yes. Let's do it. Have you ever experienced the flavor of actual live fire cooking? We're not talking about a fire pit in the backyard. This is about the big green egg, the ultimate cooking experience. I know you know about it because the second I got mine and I started talking about it, people were rushing up on me like they knew. They wanted to talk about it. It's because the egg is the most versatile grill you're ever going to own. I'm telling you, you can grill, roast, smoke, sear, and even bake. Yes, try a pizza on the egg. It will amaze you. It works. It's incredible. So stop wasting money on grills that you have to replace every few years. We've all been there. We've done that. It gets old. Forget the pellets and the knockoffs, too. Listen to me. Roll. With an authentic big green egg, it is a ceramic marvel. It's backed by a lifetime warranty. That's right, a lifetime warranty. It is simple to light. It is easy to use. It works without a power source. You don't have to plug anything in. So with the playoffs and the holidays approaching, you cannot beat a smoked turkey on an egg. How cool is that? And it makes a great gift. And they've got two models that are perfect for tailgating. The best part is you can have it delivered right to your house for free from a local dealer in your community. That's right. Shop online at BigGreenEgg.com. Have it delivered to your house for free. That's how I did it. It was an awesome experience. That's BigGreenEgg.com. And yes, you will thank me later. And we are joined once again by the pro football doc himself, Dr. David Chow. The doc, of course, is a former team physician for the Chargers. And you can see the doc and his entire staff grinding it out on Sports Injury Central every single day leading up to the games and then on game day itself. Doc, how are things? How has your week gone? Our week's gone well. It's been a busy week, uh, you know, starting Sunday at the end of that Buffalo game. And we said the biggest deal for the week is Josh Allen. In fact, Doc, I was going to start right there because they obviously, Buffalo, as you might imagine, did its very best to downplay it. And while everybody was collectively holding their breath, waiting for a diagnosis on Josh Allen, you were the one to say, even before the team officially commented, listen, this could very well be an issue and he might miss the next game and even more than that. And if the listeners had paid attention to what you were saying when you said it and they hit early on this week, they could have gotten some real value out of that. So bring me up to date. Based on what you've seen, what you've heard, and what you think, where does this leave Josh Allen? Yeah, from the command center on, on Sunday, we made the video and before the, the coach or, or uh, Josh Allen even commented that it looked like an collateral, including a nerve stretch issue and missed some time. And then as we solidified that opinion, that was a, that, that point, I think the line was seven and a half or eight. It's gone all the way to three and a half. Now hmm. he's going to have two straight DMPs by the time this uh, podcast is posted. And I think everyone expects that he's likely to miss this game, but here's the thing, Jim, there's no such thing as a one week sprain of the ulnar collateral ligament, the Tommy John ligament. I'm not suggesting that he needs Tommy John surgery and his season is over. But his rookie season, he had a similar sprain and missed four weeks. It's Vikings, 
uh, Browns and then Lions before Patriots and Jets for Buffalo. I could easily see him and quite honestly expect to see him miss a couple of weeks from this, although Buffalo hasn't said anything yet. So uh, that's sort of where we're at with this. Look, you can't win a Super Bowl in November, but you can lose one. If Josh Allen makes this worse, the partial tear becomes complete. You could be losing the Super Bowl in November. That's why I think the Bills will be smart and actually hold him out. I think this is incredible data and intel right there, and this is why you want to check out the doc and what he's doing, and especially what they're doing at Command Central every single Sunday because the team was not saying this, and I would, I would not expect the team to say this. It's not necessarily their job to say it, but this is really good info. So, it doesn't look like we're getting, Doc, any of these huge six-score differentials that we've had the last few weeks, but there are some good matchups this week. In fact, why don't we start right there? Bills v. Vikings. What is the sick differential there, and then what does the algorithm tell you about that matchup itself? What are your thoughts? Well, the Vikings have been healthy for a lot of the season, although they did pick up some injuries recently. But the big deal for the Bills continues to be their secondary. You know, both safeties and Tredavious White still hasn't played yet coming off last year's Thanksgiving ACL. So at this point in time, you know, if Josh Allen is not playing, you know, the time to have gotten on the Vikings was at plus seven and a half. You know, if you still believe in the Vikings, I think this number is going to go across three. It's right now plus three and a half. When it's formalized that no Josh Allen, it's going to move. But you can look at other places too. You know, is Justin Jefferson an interesting play? The props aren't out yet, but that's an interesting play given no Travis White, no over-the-top coverage. And Thielen, with his own ankle issue, there may be more targets uh, headed uh, Justin Jefferson's way. So that's the way we look at that game right now. All right, so I want to be very clear about this once again. If you had stayed close to Sports Injury Central and you were tracking that, you might have seen some action at 7 or 7.5, and, and that line has moved dramatically since then. That's something you want to keep in mind. All right, so, Doc, what about, for instance— the Packers. The Packers, frankly, look like hell last week. We know who the better team is this week as they go up against the Dallas Cowboys, although we never know week to week what's going to happen. However, who is the healthier team between Green Bay and Dallas, and what should we be considering in that matchup? Well, last week against Detroit was the first time the Green Bay Packers were the healthier squad this season, which is why at Sports Injury Central, we said take under 10.5 wins coming into the season with their O-line issues. Bakhtiari still has issues, the right side of the offensive line with issues. We know the young wide receivers, but Aaron Jones injured his ankle slash foot. He may be able to return. Rashawn Gary's done for the season with his ACL tear. Eric Stokes done for multiple weeks. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is done for several weeks with a high ankle sprain. And uh, Christian Watson ruled out with a concussion. They're now saying precautionary. If he did have a concussion, it's the second one in two weeks. But they're saying maybe it was just precaution. Aaron Rodgers with his thumb. Clearly, the Cowboys are the healthier side. And the key here is that uh, we talked about that Sunday with video from the command center. The lines moved a little bit, but right now, still, no question, the Cowboys are the healthier side against the Packers. Okay, Doc, I'm really interested in your thoughts on this matchup. You've got the Rams and the Cards, and you got both teams desperate for wins. They have to have it, but both teams' quarterbacks are banged up right now. What's your expectation regarding Matthew Stafford and or Kyler Murray? Will neither play, one of them play, and how is it going to impact this game? I think it's much more likely neither plays than both of them plays. Uh, first of all, Matthew Stafford had a concussion and he entered the protocol Tuesday or Wednesday. Look, based on our statistics, without even looking at when he got the concussion, and we believe it was the last play of the game, when you enter the protocol on Tuesday and Wednesday, the chances of your exiting on Sunday are very, very small. It's like the chance of a Sunday concussion and playing on Thursday. Very, very small. With this late week entry, we do not expect Matthew Stafford to play, so it will be John Wolford. On the other hand, Kyler Murray injured his hamstring right near the end of the first half. And look at what happened against Seattle last week. Arizona collapsed in the second half. His stats were astronomical uh, in the first half in terms of rushing yards and his passing ability. In the second half, they dropped off significantly. 
There's no way Kyler Murray's going to be 100% with his hamstring. And remember, they have offensive line issues as well. Uh, left guard, right guard, and center, and uh, left tackle playing hurt. So uh, an immobile Kyler Murray is not the best formula for them. It's not guaranteed whether he plays or not. If he does play, don't see him being the same effective mobile quarterback, more pocket. And with that offensive line, it may be a combined smart decision and coaching decision to go with Colt McCoy if Kyler Murray's immobile. So uh, there, you know, look at what you want. But the total was 42, 41 and a half. You might want to think about unders there. I like that information quite a bit. In fact, I like that a lot. All right, so let me ask you this before you go. Are there any other prop bets or anything on the site that is interesting to you right now that might be interesting to our listeners? Well, another game we can touch on is Tennessee uh, against Denver. Denver's coming off a bye, but they've got issues at right tackle, left tackle, and center all out and with issues along with their number one running back. But also there, Ryan Tannehill should return this week from his high ankle sprain. No more Malik Willis. Malik Willis completed five passes two straight weeks, 10 total passes. Ryan Tannehill is going to complete more than 10 passes this week. So that's interesting there, too. Of course, at, on Thursdays when we put out the pod, the, uh, the numbers for the props are not out. So it's uh, harder to uh, pick because you don't have the numbers in front of you. But, you know, if you go to Sports Injury Central and look at the field view and what we're saying, I think you can easily see where we're headed. And, of course, at sick picks, we'll uh, give you some. All right. So to that point, Doc, before you go, Sports Injury Central and the sick picks, I want to make sure the listeners understand the site itself is free. The site is free. The info is free. However, if you don't have the time or the inclination to do the work and you simply want the picks, you can do that, too. But you have to pay for those. Tell us once again where the listeners go to get all this valuable intel. Sports Injury Central, and the website is SICscore.com. And it breaks down to team health, offense health, defense health, offensive run game against opponent defense run game. I mean, even sortable fantasy people, you can take white running backs and, and pick by the health of running backs against the health of the run defense they're facing. So if you're deciding be between two running backs in DFS or fantasy, you can look at what the opponent defense health is, and that can help make your final decision. Listen, it's an incredible resource. It's a great site. This is why I'm an investor, and I'm also on the advisory panel because I'm a believer in that. Doc, have a tremendous weekend. I know things are going to be popping in the command center, and I will talk to you next week. Doc, thanks so much. Thanks, Rome. I like it. That's going to do it. Another episode of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I know that – listen, I know – we're going to do better this week than we did last week because we could not do any worse than we did last week. But you know how this goes. If you appreciate this pod, would you mind subscribing to it, sharing it, telling somebody else about it, and hitting us with a five-star review? That would be absolutely incredible. And yes, we do hit the games that we say we're going to hit with our own dough. That way, we celebrate with you when we win, and we commiserate with you when we lose. If you don't like what we're saying, and you want to fade us, and you want to talk shit, go ahead and do that. I love it all. Have yourselves an amazing weekend, and I will see you right back here next week on Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. My thanks to the head, my thanks to the doc, and my thanks to Alvy the Wizard behind the board. Peace.